Welcome to Pace Moments. Here, our experts and guests discuss many aspects of corporate finance and analytical models that will help make better, more informed business decisions possible in your organization. Hello, I'm Rafe Lawson, Executive Director of the Profitability Analytics Center of Excellence. Today, I'd like to talk about revenue management for financial professionals. Since its inception, the focus of management accounting has been on measuring and controlling costs, and that emphasis largely continues to this day. Most of the tools used by financial professionals, such as standard costing, variance analysis, and activity-based costing, have been developed with this goal in mind. Another good example of this emphasis on cost is the tool most often used to measure the return on investment, the DuPont pot formula, which has been a mainstay in corporate finance for nearly 100 years. While the most impactful factor in the ROI formula is sales, in the DuPont model, it's essentially an offering component. That means that it has no forerunning source or root cause that describes or defines how sales functions. This leads to finance professionals focusing on cost analysis and failing to focus on key factors that can significantly impact revenue and thus an organization's profitability. While this does not mean that companies are failing to consider the drivers of revenue, typically within their sales and marketing department, it does mean that finance's primary function on cost management results in an inability to engage with these other areas. Yet cost and revenue management are two sides of the same coin, and the failure of finance professionals to be familiar with both of these can impact the organization's profitability. This failure is illustrated by two contradictory quotes from Henry Ford. The first is what Ford said when asked what color of Model T's a customer could choose from, and he replied, any color that he wants, so long as it's black. This is the cost-driven mentality, uh, focusing on producing at scale and keeping costs at a minimum. This focus led to the great success of the Ford Motor Company. But on the other hand, Ford also said, quote, profit must and inevitably will come as a reward for good service. It cannot be the basis, it must be the result of service, end quote. Other companies took this advice to heart as they built cars offering more options, including a wider variety of colors, and they grew to offer serious competition to Ford. Those cost-minded financial professionals, we may be tempted to focus on saving money. We need to broaden our outlook and be able to understand how meeting customers' wants and needs serves as a driver of revenue and profit in the long term. To do that, we need to work cross-functionally with the sales and marketing staff, whose job it is to find out what customers want and what will make them spend their money. We've all heard stories of companies where finance, sales, and other areas uh, work in their functional silos. The sales staff may be compensated based on sales revenue generated, and that can result in a company selling its products without regard to their individual profit margin. That can lead to selling preponderance of low margin goods as its com competitors focus on selling the more profitable ones. Or perhaps a company is a little more sophisticated and bases its sales staff compensation on the gross profit margin of the items they sell. This is better than in the prior example, but it still ignores the cost to serve 
individual customers, which can lead to wasting resources serving high maintenance, unprofitable customers at the expense of finding and servicing profitable ones. Finance professionals need to be involved in the revenue creation process and move into roles that contribute more to creating organizational value. While accounts are not the leaders of revenue management in an organization, the finance and accounting profession provides certain key qualities that are often missed in this critical work, such as the ability to conduct rigorous modeling, uh, experience developing and monitoring performance metrics, uh, experience with data quality and control, and performing systematized data analytics. For the last century, finance professionals have successfully employed management models in establishing and tracking causal drivers to achieve organization's strategic objectives involving costs and investments. The same work can and should be accomplished with sales and revenues. In partnership with the marketing and sales functions, finance professionals can lay out a management model and causal driver approach that can be used to evaluate the sophistication of an organization's revenue management system and then redesign that system with analytics and metrics that support the organization's strategic objectives. So what is revenue management? Revenue management had its origins in an approach to optimizing revenue known as yield management. That was developed in the 1980s in the airline industry as the carriers struggled to compete in a newly deregulated environment. Airlines formalized and focused on an accounting measure they called revenue per available seat mile, which was alternatively called the passenger load factor. And they used it to determine how many discounts and full fare seats to offer on a day-by-day, departure-by-departure basis, doing what's known as market segmentation. Over the years, yield management has become more sophisticated and adapted to additional business settings. It's now known as revenue management. So revenue management can be looked at from supply and demand perspectives using what's called demand management and resource management. The first of these, demand management, uh, includes segmenting customers to optimize available selling price capacity utilization. Its goal is for an organization to offer customers a mix of products and services that maximizes revenue from the business's fixed capacity. This approach requires organizations to segment their customers around their willingness to pay, given their individual needs, and the value they place on the attributes of a given product or service. There's two components to demand management, pricing basis and inventory allocation. Pricing basis practices deal with the extent to which a business engaged in differential pricing, which just means charging different prices to different customers groups. Inventory allocation practices determine how a business matches its inventory with customer demand. These practices work together with pricing basis practices to manage the availability of products given customer demand. The finance function can support demand management practices in a variety of ways. For example, it can conduct customer profitability analyses or can employ costing methods such as target costing and product attribute pricing. So let's move on to the other component of revenue management, which is called resource management. 
And that includes the practices used to manage the products and business processes needed to serve the various customer segments. Here, emphasis is placed on reducing process variation and the resources needed to segment customers. So resource management also has two components, product configuration practices and duration control practices. Product configuration practices determine the extent to which a business's products are differentiated. Many organizations experience pressure to tailor the features of their services or products or fulfillment and delivery features for individual customers. And product configuration practices focus on controlling the customization of these services and products based on demand management needs. The other part of resource management is what's called duration control practices. Organizations often experience variability in how long it takes to serve different types of customers. And duration control practices help manage both the overall time to serve a customer and the variability in that time. The object here is to increase the number of customers that can be served at a given level of capacity. So again, resource management can be supported by the finance function using techniques such as budgeting, activity-based management, capacity analysis, and optimization using lean management techniques. Finance professionals looking to serve as cross-functional business partners and support business revenue management efforts can adopt a six-step approach described in the monograph available on the PACE website. These steps include, first, doing a quick assessment of the organization's use of the four revenue management levers that we just discussed, pricing, inventory allocation, product configuration, and duration control. Next, review the extent to which these four levels of levers of revenue management are currently employed. Third, analyze the organization's business strategy and business environment to find issues that can assist or hinder revenue management improvement. Next, evaluate revenue and cost driver importance in the organization's strategy and identify gaps in current managerial and accounting attention. This is followed by designing the appropriate level of revenue management and driver attention for your organization consistent with its strategy. And then finally, establishing a cross-functional team to implement the new revenue management practices supported by management accounting skills and tools. The results of undertaking each of these six steps will vary from company to company, since revenue and cost drivers differ by company and by industry. But a primary takeaway is that having an understanding of a company's customers, their needs, and their willingness to pay for different products and services is key not just for the sales and marketing department, but also for the finance function, since it is the one which manages costs and resources and needs a better view of the revenue drivers upon which profit is derived. Engaging in these efforts will build an appreciation in the finance function for sales and revenue drivers and help build a bridge between business functions as they work together to boost the organization's revenues, manage its costs, and increase its profits while giving customers what they want and need. So thanks for listening to my Pace Moments podcast. To learn more about revenue management, check out the Revenue Management page on the Pace website. Join Pace's Revenue Management Interest Group and follow Pace on LinkedIn and Twitter.